Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Drunk Turkey Show. We got a little bit of breaking news. Uh, Ashley Banfield um, from News Nation just came out a couple minutes ago talking about who was called to the house and who called 911 and revealed who that person was. We're going to be going over that. I, I actually said who it was a couple of weeks ago, maybe about 10 days ago, nine days ago, something like that. Um, you know, I had a couple of sources reveal this to me, not named Kim, by the way. Uh, but I've had a couple of folks reach out to me and tell me this information. I'll show you guys the car facts on that as well. I know that that's a big question or thing that comes up. Uh, please hit that like and subscribe button. Ring that notification bell. This type of content usually gets demonetized. And so it also limits the reach that we have. So if you guys would do us a favor and help the algorithm out by hitting that like button. And also take this time right now to tell you guys about something that I'm passionate about. And, uh, you know, our sponsor of the show, which is Data Seal. Um, you know, I get asked a lot about how can, you know, people ask me, how do I protect my information and, and my, uh, my privacy and I, I data seals, one way to do it. True players in the game. Let's hear a few words from them and then we'll get into the show. Before we get started, I just wanted to mention our partner data seal, whose services happen to align with something I am passionate about personal privacy. Have you ever been concerned about your home address, phone number, and other personal information being readily available online for anyone to find? DataSeal has developed an automated data removal solution that deletes your personal information from over 70 people's search sites and data brokers. Use the link below in the description and comments to get 5% off of your subscription. Thank you. And actually, right now, through the end of the week, I think until Sunday, it's a 10% discount for the Valentine special. Link is in the description. Also in the comment section, go check them out. Now, a few days ago, I had mentioned out that I had kind of known who was the person that got called. Uh, to the house and that that person was um, was a man named Hunter. I also mentioned that it wasn't um, Chapin. Uh, Ethan's brother was a different Hunter. Today, Ashley Banfield came out, spoke to the uh, media, uh, News Nation, and stated that the uh, person that contacted 911, the person that was called to the house initially, was Ethan's best friend. And I'm going to play you guys something. Uh, we'll listen to this and we'll talk. This is actually Hunter Johnson's memorial service. Hello, um, my name's Hunter Johnson. Uh, me and Ethan became best friends over the last uh, year and a half. We spent the U of I. And since... Now I'm going to link uh, the rest of that clip in the description so you can go and watch Hunter's um, very emotional, very, very sad um vigil that you know for the service for the uh the deceased that have passed maddie zayna ethan and um and kaylee and you can tell in when hunter hunter's talking that he's he's very saddened he's very upset um you know he can barely get through it i i feel so bad for this man you know what, what he's gone through what he had to see apparently he uh he discovered the uh, the bodies on the second floor. Ethan and Zana uh, yelled out for somebody to contact nine one one and checked Ethan's pulse. And so that was all reported from Ashley Banfield and News Nation. Tragic, tragic event. Horrific by this, you know, completely horrific. And in my opinion, it's just i feel for the guy you know our thoughts and prayers go out to him and 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 everybody that's involved in the family members that are involved in this senseless crime 
Um, and hopefully they get justice. Now, as far as, you know, people, you know, wanting the Carfax, this, that, and a third. This was from nine days ago. This was the um, title, Ethan Chapman Family Questions Dylan's Story and Link New Details. And this is the part where I reference um, Hunter. To explain herself and her actions that night. When questioned who did call the police, she added 911 caller with a friend who went in because D called him to come over because she was scared from what she heard that night. Now, I have a source that has told me, I, I, I mean, I can't, I can't bet it, I can't verify it, but I can say that this source has some information pretty close to, the, to, to some people close to this situation. That the uh, the person that was called over in this situation <clears throat> was um, was Hunter. It wasn't Ethan's brother, Hunter. It was a different Hunter, and I'll leave it at that. You guys can put y'all's two and two together to figure out who that was. Yeah. The affidavit revealed that Morrison came face to face with the bushy eyebrow uh, suspect, but was spared along with Funk. Now, what were you going to say, Big Blue? I said, um, we're good. We're good. All right. So Mortensen told police that she heard several scuffles throughout the night and opened her door when she saw a suspect dressed in black with a mask covering his face and heard one of her housemates say, there's someone here. She also heard the suspect say, it's OK, I'm here to help you as he wandered the house committing the atrocity. Police confirmed that the 911 call was made from a phone from one of the surviving roommates at 1158 a.m. who requested help from an unconscious person. So it's not been confirmed who spoke to the police. Uh, in my suspicion, or from what I've heard, it was Hunter. Uh, it has raised the question of why Mortensen didn't contact authorities sooner, with some arguing that she may have. So I go on further. You can, guys can go watch that show. I go on and even state that it, was, um, <clears throat> that it wasn't Kim who had, had told me that information as well. I said that even then, nine days ago. Um, so I just want to make sure all bases are covered and what he's going to say, though. I said something I didn't say. Um, but by the looks of it, it seems to be pretty accurate. And, and this is my my ongoing theory. I, I believe that, um, you know, Dylan heard some noise that night. I think that uh, she looked outside the door. She saw somebody. Uh, I don't know if she was completely certain or not, if that person was, um, you know, somebody trying to do something you know, horrible or, you know, whatever the case may be that night. I think that she made phone calls that night, just like uh, Ethan's sister-in-law had said. And I think that she did get a, that somebody did answer the phone. And one of those persons was the other surviving roommate in, in uh, Bethany. That gave her a sense of false security. She went to sleep, contacted a few people the next day. Um, as far as, you know, tried to call again, didn't get any answers, scared of what she'd seen the night before she contacts her neighbor, um, Hunter Johnson, who is also the guy that um, uh, on the 911 surveillance tapes or body cam footage, I'm sorry, that has come out. Um, he's the guy with the necklace that opens the door on that one night. And um, I think it was like September 1st or something like that. And then on the daytime incident where Kaylee's talking to the police officers back uh, out back with the sliding glass doors. He's the guy with the uh, necklace as well and uh, the shell necklace and zip ties around his wrist. And so <clears throat> he lives pretty close. He lives right here. 
I believe uh, 100% speculation. I don't know for a fact. So, it, you know, everything I say, Pat, you know, from here forward or in this episode has been 100% speculation. Nothing has been 100% confirmed. This is just all my thoughts and theories on this. You know, I believe Hunter lives here, you know, very short distance to to the residence. Um, he was best friends with Ethan. Uh, he described himself as being best friends with Ethan at the memorial. Uh, so it seems like that's falling into place. I believe he was called. Uh, I think there was more than one person that was texted or called and that showed up and that rumors began to spread wildfire throughout the entire city and town. And as those rumors spread, um, the story got bigger and bigger or different or different. And so, um, you know, I think this is some pretty accurate information that is being put out there that that one of the best friends showed up, went out, you know, went upstairs, found and located the bodies. And um, you guys know the rest of the story there. Um, please hit that like and subscribe button. Ring that notification bell. Let us know in the comment section. Do you think I'm wrong? Do you think it's somebody else? Do you think it's it's Hunter? Do you think um, why do you guys think that the 911 tape hasn't been released? That's that's a big question that's still going out there. Why has the 911 tape not been released? You know, um, I think at this point, there's been uh, a lot of information that's been put out to kind of piece together some of the story that occurred. I think that this, you know, releasing the 911 tape alongside with this evidence of uh, the, poss- the 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 surviving roommate being afraid, calling over the roommate to come over to make sure, you know, everything's all right before they blow things out of proportion, so to speak. You know, as, what if it was just somebody walking through the house that was, you know, uh, a f- somebody that was invited and that things didn't go the way they ended up going. You know, you don't want to blow things out of proportion. Um, you know, my opinion, I think she should have called the police right away, actually. You know, uh, based on what she says she saw and heard, she should have called the police. But, you know, she's a young person and, you know, not very experienced when it comes to life. And honestly, in this situation, I don't think there's very many of us that are that would be experienced to know what to do in this type of situation. And so, you know, try to give her the full benefit of the doubt. You know, the police department probably vetted the crap out of her, interrogated the crap out of her. And so, you know, they don't believe that she's involved in this. And so, I, you know, I, I think we should stand by that until there's evidence that proves otherwise. Um, and so I think that at least from what I understand, the narrative that's trying to be displaced out there is that she wasn't aware of who the guy was that walked through, didn't know the severity of what had just occurred was still frightful, called over her friends, and he uh, discovered the bodies, and then the, uh, you know, everybody knows what happens after that. Uh, let me know in the comment section what you think about that theory. Let us know. Um, don't forget tonight, or tomorrow night, depending on when you're watching this, Wednesday, 7.35 p.m. Central Time, we'll be talking about the uh, Nicola Bully case, deep diving into that. And um, Friday, we'll be talking Alex Murdoch and Idaho 4, and up and checking for any other updates we'll bring them as they come so ring that notification bell if you haven't done so hit that subscribe button hit that like button on their way out i appreciate everybody we're almost to thirty-three thousand subs let's get there thank you